welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back on board the Streamboat. And I'm glad we're on a boat because it is wetter than an otter's pocket out there <laughs> right now. It certainly is. It is a this is a wet movie. Yeah. And it is a movie. It's called Bubble. Indeed. We're going to talk about Bubble. Um, I usually write down all these facts about Bubble and I haven't written down anything about this one. That's really bad of me. Bubble was made in 2022, is a 15, runs for one hour and 40 minutes and is currently rated at 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. Okay. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, Nick. Um, I think that's okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's that's pretty high. As in, that's a pretty high... Yeah, it's a high number a for our show. It? It's a high number for our yeah, show. It's on the higher end of what we tend to see. It is. Indeed. So this movie stars a guy called Yun Shin Sun. He plays Ebeki. Ebeki? Hibiki. 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 You're so fine. <laughs> uh, this film also stars a lady called Ruria. She only has one name. Okay. She plays Uta. And Mimoro Miano plays Shin. Nice. Written by three people. Jen Uribuki, Renji Uki, Naoki Saito... That's three people. <laughs> and directed by Tatsuri Araki. Nice. I don't have a lot of facts about any of them. They've, done, or they've all done a lot of anime before. I do have some facts about the movie, though. Would you like some facts about the movie? Hit me. This was the final film by with the Warner Media byline. Because it was the final film released before Warner Media and Discovery merged with AT&T. Okay. And say so this is the final film under the Warner Media okay. byline. And it... Unlike most anime movies, it isn't based on a manga. Nice. However, there is a manga based on the anime. Whoa. <laughs> Switcheroo. So, and that debuted in also in 2022, not long after the movie came out. Nice. In fact, it debuted six days before the movie came out. That's marketing for <laughs> you. It is indeed. Do you have a one-word review of Bubble, Nick? Pop, pop. <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen what you just did when you did that, but that's fine. They cannot. This is an audio medium. Where does this movie start, Nick? Space. My very first note is a one-line word that says space. Earth. The final frontier. Japan. Japan. We... Tokyo. Fly through space. We do. Through the solar system, galaxies. Yep. Through the rings of Saturn. Yeah. Then we see Earth. We know it because we know what it looks like. And then we go... <laughs> Into Earth. Yeah. And then there's Japan. Yeah. And that's where we are. Specifically Tokyo. Yes. Very beautiful swim through space that we did there. Yes. Um, and we meet a guy who is underwater. The whole city's underwater, mate. Everywhere's underwater. That's what I said, mate. Mate. <laughs> Everywhere's underwater, mate. <laughs> uh, but we meet a guy who's underwater and he's unconscious. And then he wakes up underwater, still being unconscious. And a girl swims up to him. And that is where that movie starts, and then it goes straight into its starter card from there. Oh, and then we cut back, and we see that the whole city is in a dome it or is. bubble. It's almost like Under the Dome yes. or the Simpsons movie, whichever one you want to believe <laughs> comes first. Um, and there is a bubble over Tokyo. And then we have a credit sequence. Yeah, proper titles, credits. Yep, we do. Of sort of your sort of fast paced colours, yep, parkour y. Very Japanese y. Some kind of parkour going on, plus some sort of political announcements type yeah. thing. There's been a war. That's kind of what I got from this credit. Yeah. 
all over like Japanese pop music yeah. all over the top of it. And we cut out of the credit sequence to a parkour race that is happening in Tokyo. Which is flooded and overgrown. Yes. It's been abandoned, basically, and yeah. it's also flooded. Uh, we don't find out why yet, but we, the movie does give us some explanation. Uh, it, it's nonsense, but it does give us some explanation. Um, but basically what's happening here is a five-on-five game where teams bet on the outcome. It's capture um, the flag. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, it's five versus five. Capture the flag. If you fall in the water, you're out of the race. Maybe. And we are told this isn't just parkour. Yeah. It's battlecore. Battlecore. I'm like, I am in already. Yes, me too. I want to watch a battlecore game, please. <laughs> um, and we are, we're told that this game keeps Tokyo safe. It keeps gives people things keeps to do. Keeps kids off the streets. Keeps kids off the streets, basically, yeah. And this whole section of Tokyo that is under this bubble is seems to be solely used for the purposes of this game. Yes. Uh, Which is explained later on. Yeah. But yes, it does. That is all. We don't see anybody else there other than the people competing in this if, game or watching this game. If you are unfortunate enough to lose your footing yep. and fall into the sea, you are out. You are eliminated. But you are rescued by a by the team that isn't competing. Yeah. They go out and rescue you. Um, one person that we know in, our, in the team that we're following is called Usagi. He's the, the youngest member of the team. Yeah. He falls through a building at this point. And he gets rescued by another member of his team, who is Hibiki, yeah. our main character, the guy we saw earlier on, which we find out later on is in the future. Yeah. Um, and Hibiki goes on to win this race. He rescues Usagi and goes on and wins the race. He wears, Hibiki wears earphones. All the way through. And Because yeah. uh, at one point he sort of lifts them off and he can hear like everything. Yes. Like an a, a acoustic assault. Yes, Absolutely. Um, and let's let's say first of all this is the first chance we really get for this movie to show off its animation it's through the parkour race yes which feels like we are going like lightning in a bottle aren't we yeah. like jumping very much so between collapsing buildings bubbles bouncing off bubbles yes yeah, there's bubbles we haven't mentioned there's bubbles all the way around the yeah because bubbles we'll, everywhere we'll kind of get to that yeah there's bubbles just floating around and it, it looks amazing it's a beautiful looking film it is every shot looks like it could be framed on your wall yeah um Hibeki, though, doesn't celebrate with the rest of the team. He skulks off, He skulks he? off, but he has a bit of a go at Usagi first. He calls him reckless, and he tells him he needs more fear. He's too young. Um, and then he does skulk off, but he leaves the rest of the... The Blue Blazes. Yeah. That's the team name, and they celebrate their victory. And it appears they have won a month's worth of supplies. Yeah, they... they They've got rice and stuff. You can basically bet... Yeah, you bet against the other team. This is what we're going to put up. Yeah. And if we win, the winner, well, winner takes it all. Yeah. Uh, they live on a Coast Guard boat. Yeah. No, yeah. An abandoned Coast Guard boat that's just in the streets Ship? in the middle of it. It's yeah, massive. It's massive. It is huge. Um, and Ibeki, I've written, is outside being moody. Yes. Standing on the deck of this ship. Um, he says one day he's going to leave, um, but he can't go yet um, because he can still hear the songs, I think he says. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. He says the tower is singing. And. Yeah. Again, he's sitting on the on. He's standing on the deck, looking out, and just to try and give the, the a bit of justice to what's happening in the city. So, like buildings are swaying. Yeah, things are gravity's not working properly. Gravity doesn't also doesn't work properly. Yeah, the bubbles somehow affect the. So gravity. you'll have a train float past. Yeah, or you know, um, 
the building sway. Like I say, there's a there's a tower that's exploded halfway up. Yeah, and that's just that mid explosion yeah, is just, just still times paused. Yeah, and the the city is both flooded and overgrown at the same time. Yeah. So we, this is the point where we get a bit of an explanation because Rebecca says. Um, he, he hears something and he's like, I need to go. I need to leave. Yeah. And he does. He leaves. And this is the second time we've seen him leave. But then the, we get a voiceover of a lady telling us what's happened. It's like a... So they have a scientist living with them on yes. the boat. And she's studying these gravitational anomalies. Yeah. And she's the person giving this so voiceover. So she gives us this voiceover. And basically she says, five years ago, bubbles suddenly fell all over the world. Yeah. Um, whilst this was happening, a tower exploded in Tokyo, which caused Tokyo to be encased in a giant bubble yeah which has been there ever since and whilst they were encased in this bubble the bubbles everywhere else in the world disappeared yeah but the one over tokyo stayed um scientists have no clue what happened or why it happened and eventually everybody left tokyo yeah because you can leave you can get yeah, out you, through can, this walk bubble. Through the you bubble. can walk through it um, everybody left tokyo it was became an abandoned city um and then eventually some she says some boys stayed they came, either stayed or came back yeah and these boys you young boys came back to the city and they started the games yeah which is they've the invented this battle core yeah. and the reason the place is flooded is because many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of the bubbles have burst, burst. yeah which is creating caused, water yeah flooding the city flooding the city inside this bubble um Hibeki hears songs in the tower. This is his explanation. He's, he, this we, is still her talking, but she's yeah. saying what's happening. Um, and the tower contains complex gravity, is how she describes it. He goes there. Yeah. And he starts to try to climb it. And yes. I think we get the impression this is not the first time he's tried this. Yeah, this is his, he's got a mission to try and get to the top of the tower. Uh, but as we now know, there is complex gravity in the tower. None of the equipment works in the tower. So none of the scientists can go there and figure out what's happening yeah. because nothing works. And whilst Hibeki is trying to climb this tower, he falls into the ocean um, and I've written gets tangled in a train. Yes. Um, because he does. And this takes us back to the beginning of the movie. So he's now underwater, stuck in this train. Um, whilst he's unconscious, a load of the bubbles turn into a girl. Yeah. Who swim into the swims into the train. So what I got happened was his his basically last breath yeah. escaped from him yeah. as a bubble. Yeah. As one of the let's call them alien bubbles yeah. was floating down through the water. The yeah. two bubbles met. Okay. And sh- this girl appeared. Yes. And she did. and Hibiki kind of like Well, she she swims swim. Yeah. Gives him air, kisses him. Yeah. And he kind of comes around and says, Mermaid? Yes. That's exactly what happens. And then he wakes up on like a, a pile of rubble at the side of the water. Yeah. And she's still there. She's looking over him, watching over him. And his boat friends are worrying about him. Yeah, because they don't know teammates. where he's gone. They don't know what's happened to him. So he goes home. He take, he goes back to the ship, but he takes her with him. and Takes her slash she follows him. Yeah. Yes. Basically. One or the other. Um, and then she starts acting like a cat. She's very cat-like. She's all like she's not very agile, and she's, she's clearly just and, been created, yes, and she doesn't know really how know to what's use going on. her arms or legs. This is evidence when she puts her hand in some boiling hot water. Yes, um, because she doesn't know what it is. So they decide, look, this girl can't live on her own. We'll they let her stay. Adopt her, basically. Quite the team adopt her, yeah. They call her cat girl, yeah, because yeah. she she sort of bounds around. Yeah, she's like crazy. like animal runs, doesn't yeah. she? 
Um, that night, she watches her Becky sleep. Wanders around the boat, doesn't yeah. she? And prod stuff. And the sun's right up in his face watching him sleep. Uh, the next morning, they all wake up and they start their training regime. Yeah. Sort of uh, parkour training. And she starts, she spooks the chickens because she goes to investigate what they are. Yeah, she goes and smushes all the eggs. Yeah. And Hibiki's sort of training on his own in his room. Yeah, he's a bit and of a loner compared to the others. He doesn't train with the rest. She kind of entices him out, yeah, I guess. she gets him out. Um, it's lunchtime. She eats, she eats a lot of lunch. Um, and they decide they need to give her a name because she doesn't have a name. So they decide to call her Uta because it's something to do with songs or singer songs yeah. or something like that. Um, and... Then we meet Shin, who comes he's, in for the first time. He's like their coach. He's like the. He daddy, was on the yeah. sidelines. In yeah, the he was. Game he's kind of start. in charge of the games yeah. as well. But he's like, he's an older guy. He's their coach and tactician, like isn't like he? Been there since the start. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's kind of in charge. And he out out loud wonders if Uta could do parkour because she's very agile. She's yeah. like, I wonder if she could be part of the team. Um, I've written here. I think he's in charge. He definitely was. Um. Also, we find out at this point that he lost a leg. He's lost one of his legs in a ta- in the tower. Yeah, in a presumably dangerous parkour accident. Yeah, in the tower. So he's that's also why he's kind of retired from parkour yeah. now. Um, and he says he sticks around to keep the others safe. He could leave, but he is he sort of sees it as yeah. his calling to keep everybody else safe. That's his team, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then we cut straight to another race. This time they're watching. They're, they're not. In. They're, they're not in it. They're yeah. watching. But Shin still starts it and is kind of in charge of it. So yeah. I feel like he's in charge of the whole League. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the Mad Lobsters versus the Morticians. Sometimes they're called the Morticians. Yeah. Some sometimes. kinds. Sometimes it's called the Undertakers, yeah. which I know is basically the same word. But I, I would have just thought the dub would have picked it up. Yeah, I don't know if it's. A, yeah, because the subtitles were doing the same thing as well. Oh, so I had the dub and the subtitles. Oh, no, I, yeah, I did. I didn't notice it on the subtitles. Yeah, they were both doing the same thing as well. So, I don't know, maybe it's a Japanese... Maybe it's a similar word in Japanese. I don't yeah. know. But uh, So, it's, yeah, it's the Mad Lobsters versus the Morticians. But the Morticians have some sort of crazy tech. They've got rocket boots. Yeah, which the feels like cheating. Fair? Yeah. <laughs> but there's no rules in this game. There's, no, no, there's so not like it's an official league. I get that gravity's weird. So, one of the reasons I think they use this space for parkour is that they can jump, you know... You can jump weird. Yeah. And you can bounce off the bubbles and yeah. you can take advantage of the gravity shifts and things. Sure. But this this Undertaker team have got literal rocket-powered boots. Yeah. Which does feel like cheating. It feels like a massive advantage <laughs> that no one calls out at any point. No, because there is no rules to this game, so it is what it is. <laughs> Anybody could have had these boots. So they win quite them. easily, this, this uh, next match. They do. Um, then the, the scientist lady, whose name I have got, but not yet. Um, it begins with an I, M. I've just called her science. <laughs> uh, she reads Uta, the story of the Little Mermaid yeah. by Hans Christian Andersen. Uh, which this film is an absolute adaptation of. This is an adaptation <laughs> yeah. of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and Uta realises this because she's like, oh, that makes Hibiki the prince. Yeah, she says, I'm, I'm the mermaid. Because she can now talk. Yes. For some reason, she's suddenly got these, mm. this voice. Um, and he, she says that to him. She's like, you're the prince, I'm the little mermaid. And that kind of freaks him out. And he then goes and does some parkour to just get away from her. He kind of runs away from her. But she follows him. And he realises, actually, she is quite good at parkour because yeah. she's keeping up with me here and I'm the best in the world. So he starts, like, training her. Yeah, so we get a kind of a montage of yeah. the whole team training uh, and she's making 
bubble animals. Yeah. She's reading. She's developing as a yeah, person. Yeah, she's becoming a person. But they're also being spied on by the morticians, who are presumably their next opponents. Yeah. Uh, this is quite a long montage, but it's a good montage. Yeah, it's all right. Um, the Makoto is the lady who okay. is the scientist because she then she then teaches that she just like teaches their ed- she does their education as well she's trying to educate yeah. these people and she taught- she teaches them about how the earth always like well she calls it gathers then bursts it, yeah it rebirth. rege it rebirths and yeah. dies and rebirths constantly it's always done it and always will do it um and that's she's kind of like teaching them that um and then we find out that Hibiki has a secret garden yeah which he tends to himself and nobody else knows about it's beautiful it's beautiful there's flowers and it's it is a really nice shot as yeah. well uh, but Uta follows him there and she finds it and she asks him about it. And he says, look, this is my place. I don't want any of the yeah, other guys to know. Just don't it. tell anybody about it. While she's there, she finds a seashell. Now, the whole of Tokyo is covered in an ocean, but it isn't the sea, no. as we have learned. So seashells in Tokyo are very rare, according to Hibeki. Um, and he can, she can hear waves in this, yeah. which is making her feel like a home because she was born underwater. Um and Hibeki then tells her his story a little bit. So when he was younger, before or the world ended or changed or whatever, he was constantly scared of the noise of the city. So he was hypersensitive. So he's, he noise, was one of these kids yeah. who walked around with noise-cancelling yeah, headphones Yeah, his mother brought on. him some noise-cancelling headphones yeah. when she realised what it was. Um, and he was also at the tower, in the tower, when it exploded. Yeah. Um, and he they were on like a school trip when yeah, the bubbles fell when the bubbles fell and the tower exploded and he survived this many people didn't he says i heard he a did. song i heard a yeah, song he, when even the back then you happened. could hear this song and he's always heard this song ever since and then she's like this song yeah and sings this the, song that he's this, been hearing these notes that he's been hearing and as she sings she makes just a shit ton of bubbles yeah and they start running together and yeah. there's like a this is like a musical break in the yeah. movie they're, they're parkouring singing and, parkouring and singing and making bubbles and yeah and they're falling in love and this is what the film's trying to show us as well they're, they're falling for each other Joe, something we haven't mentioned as well is like not only is this city flooded but it's in the sea itself are dangerous whirlpools that will kill you if yes, you fall vortexes, in they, exactly. vortexes yeah. they call them like antlion pits yeah I was like I want to see an antlion <laughs> We never did. They do. Or spider's webs as well. They yes, they do. Makoto then realises that since Uta's arrived, the gravitational waves have started changing. Yeah. So things are changing in the city and it's she thinks it's down to Uta's arrival. Buildings are like whole buildings are now moving past. And, yeah. yeah. But she can't look into this for very long because at this point she gets kidnapped. She does. By the morticians. Because this felt very Pokemon. Yeah. They have got a team submarine. Yes. And they sneak up and invade the boat. <laughs> they do. And knock and her on the head and steal her away. Um, the others find out quite quickly. They don't, it doesn't take a lot because they've left a calling card behind that says, we're the morticians, we've taken your scientists. Yeah, here's a challenge for your then, next battle call game. They're not happy. Um, Uta, even Uta's not happy. She says she will crush them. Yeah. And the Blue Blazes... Blue Blazes? The Blue Blazers accept the challenge. They put up their ship. They do. So it's 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 Makoto the freedom versus freedom of their ship. Makoto versus their house, their ship, yeah. and it's just one one little line here. But I was like, oh, that's actually quite a big thing. So one of them says, oh, 
Oh, by the way, the morticians have been live streaming Battlecore around the world. Yeah, it's like a it's a thing. World famous game, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a bit sort of running man <laughs> as well. Uh, so then the race starts. This is the Blue Blazers versus the morticians. Two of our guys fall really early. The flag and science was Makoto are, are a top a crane. crane. Yeah, big old crane. Uh, two of our guys fall early. Yeah, so I didn't have names, but it's basically the one with glasses yeah. and the young kid. Yeah, Uzagi's the young kid. Yeah. I don't know who the guy was. They both fall in the sea. They do. Um, and Hibeki and the other guy, who's not one of the other two, they get I think trapped. Kai. Kai. I think it was Kai. So they, they get led on a, by a, a couple of sacrificial members of the morticians, don't they? Yeah. Who sort of, they lead them to a... a Towards a vortex. Yeah. Which they can't escape from. Yeah, because it's pulling them in. And yeah. there's also no way back up this wall. Um, so Hibeki's trapped. Which leaves one mortician to go for the flag. Yes. On a free uh, But it also leaves Uta. Um, Uta is also stuck in this vortex, but she manages to sing her way out of it. Because she can kind of, she kind of sings and bounces off the bubbles as yeah, she sings. Yeah, she like basically makes jumps that no one else could. Yeah. Except for Hibeki, because he follows her lead. He's like... He gets a boost from yeah, Kai. he does, yeah. So Kai kind of sacrifices himself to save Hibeki and yeah. Uta's already free. So we put the race is back on. Um, there's a big battle all the way up to the end, but eventually... Great we, parkour in. See, again, great, brilliant yeah, animation. Yeah, brilliant, beautiful animation. Running across beams and girders and, yeah. And eventually Uta goes on to win the race. She grabs, grabs the flag and saves Makoto. And the morticians are not happy that they have lost. They don't lose. Even with their tech, they lost. Except she is wounded. Yes. She's so, got an arm So, off. yeah. <laughs> Hibiki kind of slingshots her yeah. up this crane towards the flag. But her arm turns to bubbles. It does. She loses an arm and it turns into bubbles. Um, but they do. They celebrate that night. Party on the boat. Makoto back. Hibiki also hasn't noticed that during the course of the latest Battlecore game, he lost his earphones. Yes. And he is now... He cannot hear this oppressive noise everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's just being normal. Um, he thanks the rest of the team, which the rest of the team are very shocked by. Yeah. Because he's not usually a nice guy. Um, Uta, meanwhile, is in the secret garden. Being sad. Being sad. And she hears the song of the tower. Yeah. She can hear this tower calling them as well now. And it's calling her back. It's telling her she must come back. Yeah. But meanwhile, well, she's also reading the story of the Little Mermaid because that's what happened to the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Her she's... sisters wanted her back. Um, so she says she has to go back to the ocean. She has to go back to be a bubble again. Yeah. Um, Hibeki finds her in this garden and he gives her the shell, the seashell that she found it, seashell that she found <laughs> earlier as like a necklace. Yeah. And he says to her, thanks, thank you for helping me become me. Yeah, meeting you made me myself for the first time in my life. And then as he says that, more bubbles start falling on the city. Yeah. And Makoto freaks out because she's like, shit, this is a lot of bubbles. Yeah. This is like the same amount as the first time this happened. This is like, it's all happening again. Um, Hibeki then notices at this point that Uta's got an arm off. Yeah. He hadn't spotted it before. Um and there's bubbles falling, the gravity's changed again, and th- again, parts of the city are collapsing, every, yeah. you know, huge shifts of buildings. And he realises that the song was Uta all along. 
It's where he figures it out. He's yeah. like, it's always been you. Um, and he says, today is the last day that... I don't really understand what he meant, but Uta's last day on Earth was today. Yeah. So Uta jumps into this vortex and he jumps straight after. He doesn't yeah. even think about it. He just follows her. So they both jump into this vortex. And they end up in the tower. Um, but he... No, he gets... He gets rescued by the ship. Yeah, because he, he she is basically transported to the to, to the top of the tower. Yeah, he falls off the tower or falls out yeah. of his vortex, and he gets rescued by the other guys on his ship, which now moves. Apparently, sure. he didn't even because it's even fl- the city is flooded. It's risen. Tokyo is shaking. Everything is shaking. The, the, all the buildings are shaking, and it's also sinking because the water level is yeah. rising because of all these bubbles again. Um, Makoto figures out what is happening, but she can't tell Hibeki this. Because he'll get sad. Um, and he says, well, I'm going to the tower anyway, because I know that's where Uta's gone. I know that's where she is. Yeah. I'm going to go and rescue her. Uh, the rest of them try and stop him, but there's there's no point, because he is definitely going to go. Um, so the other's like, right, well, we're, we're coming as well then. I quite like this moment. The sort of team coming, like, well, you're not Everybody getting Everybody comes own. together, because yeah. even the morticians say, have our boots. And... The who's what Usagi, the young kid, yeah, he's got a great line. He's like, This wouldn't happen if I my parents were still here, <laughs> yeah, because it's they're all like kids, they'd stop me going. <laughs> so they get the boot or they buy the boots from the morticians, and everybody's ready to go. Um, Hibeki says, You're okay with the blue bubbles, avoid the red bubbles, yeah, because now the there's red, red bubbles, the red like bubbles are dangerous, evil bubbles, yeah, uh, they're dangerous. If one touches you, you'll probably just die, yeah. And so, so they're this, all going to climb the tower and see they if are, they, they can all run, get Uta back. They all parkour run to the tower, start climbing up the tower. The gravity's all over the place. People yeah. are falling upwards and yeah. downwards and all sorts going on. There's two vortexes together that are like touching each other, which never happens. Um, and they're like, we're really struggling with this. We don't know how to get there. Hibeki's yeah. even like, I don't know where I'm going. And then Shin turns up. Yeah, he's come out of retirement. He's like, I can get you up there. I know where we're going. Um, I, you, what you need is an experienced leader, and yeah. that's me. Um, and so he does. He leads Rebecca across the fragments. Of yeah, the it's another it, the, brilliantly animated scene. Yeah, beautiful. And he does. He manages to get Rebecca manages to get inside the tower because Shin boosts him so, so hard, hard with his legs. He kind of pushes him up. Yeah, that is his. Prosthetic leg disintegrates. <laughs> does, that's how dis- hard he yeah. boosted Hibeki. He absolutely does. Um, and Hibeki ends up in the top floor of the tower, the very top of the tower. And everything's still, like everything's in the still, eye of the storm. It's frozen almost in the moment of the explosion. Yeah. Because he sees himself there as a kid. There's ghosts. They're, yeah. They're, they're they're ghosts. Like like a negative of the point of when the explosion happened. Yeah. At this point, he really he thinks that the whole, we find out that he thinks the whole thing is his fault. Because he thinks he angered the bubbles yeah. to start with. I because, thought that was a leap. Yeah, it was a little bit. Because he could communicate with the bubbles from the very first moment. Because he, he could hear the song. Because he could hear the song. And he put his hand on the glass yeah. and the bubble came to him. Um, but Uta protected him. So he realises that he it wasn't his fault. He said, yeah, he realises that she'd saved him once before. So yeah. in the explosion, she kind of when he was halfway him. up the tower, he then remembers just waking up on the floor. This is how he survived yeah. the tower. Um, and then he sees Uta in a big bubble in the distance, but he can't get to her. She's like hugging a shadow yeah. version of herself, who yeah. she calls her sister. Yeah. Uh, the others, the others who are still outside, think the tower's about to collapse. Um, and she, Uta, then leaves her bubble to get to him. She's like, 
she kind of jumps out of this bubble at him. He, he gets hit by a red bubble. Yes. So he's hurt. Yeah. Trying to get to her. So she breaks free from this grasp of this, her shadow sister. Meanwhile, the tower does start collapsing. Yeah. It's starting to fall over. So there's another montage moment of them two running up this I falling tower. I think this is because the alien being was mad and yeah. it was just like, all right, that's it. I'm just Knocking destroying the whole place. Uh, but they they run up this. There's like a montage of them running up a falling tower, which is also, again, really cool. Um, and then we see the bubble over Tokyo just burst away. Yeah. It just like a bubble pops. And they eventually fall into the ocean together. Um, they fall for ages and ages. And, and Hibeki doesn't really notice that Uta is becoming less and less. Yes. She's lost her rubber arm. She's lost her legs. She's basically just a body and her head. She's turning. She's returning to bubble form. And eventually she does completely return to bubble form. She turns to bubbles and floats away. Well, they, they, again, they end up on a sort of couple of rocks, don't they? And she, she yeah. says, I'm turning back to foam, to back to the, yeah. back to the sea. She I thought it was quite sad. She says, this is all because I met you. Yeah. Uh, he screams her name, and then all the red bubbles turn into blue bubbles. Yeah. So all the red bubbles are gone, and then they all start floating away. I guess because she is now back where she's supposed yeah, to she's be. She's in charge of these bubbles again. Um, and Makoto, over the voiceover, says the cycle of collapse and rebirth continues. Um, and then we cut away to a little bit of time into the future, I think. And it says Tokyo begins to rebuild. But it is time for another race. They're rebuilding the city. There's cranes everywhere. Yeah, so, it, so the flooding's now, gone. They're still parkouring, but it's as the city it's is being rebuilt. rebuilt. So they're running over cranes and yeah. up construction sites. And as Hibeki is running through these, doing his parkour, a, a blue bubble is following him. Singing the song. Singing the and song. And he smiles and she's that's, still there. And that's the end of the movie. Thoughts? I, I really liked it. It's weird. <laughs> It's fucking mental. <laughs> but it's a, this is a lovely concept, isn't yeah. it? Just as if someone's gone, fuck, it would be really cool to do a movie with loads of parkour if like <laughs> Tokyo was half flooded and half covered in beautiful flowers. Yeah. It, it's a great concept. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I, I know my feeling is quite the same. It, it kind of feels like that all came for first and then the story was worked around it. I, I'm going to put it out there. I didn't like it. I didn't I, think you'd go that far. I I thought it looked beautiful. I think the animation is great. I think the story is really limited. It's just... And I didn't like it. I just... I don't know what it was about it. I just didn't think much to the story. I liked it. After the, what we've had the last couple of weeks, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. I, is the, I, That's fine. That, I, I thought it was a... I thought it was a fun there was that much going on and it was that good to look at i i thought it went pretty quickly it's is not it yeah it, it's light it's it's fluffy isn't it, it is in fluffy terms of and story and it isn't my sort of thing i mean i was i feel really loath to say this but i was quite bored really yeah and and i know i'm going to take some stake for this because there are people that we know who are going to absolutely love this and do absolutely love this movie but I, I just don't I don't know if it's not for me or what, but I've enjoyed anime movies before. The, the others yeah. we've done on the show, I've, I thought they were all really good. Uh, something about this one just didn't work for me. And I don't, I can't even really tell you what it was. I was just right. a little bit bored of it. And I, I was quite glad when it ended. Yeah, I was never really bored. I, I think, because there was always like the next race to look forward to. I, 
I think what I will say though is that I, I maybe this is just because I'm shallow. I, <laughs> I was kind of like, I would have preferred to see a whole movie about the Battle Corps League. Yes. Than a love story. I wasn't that invested with in the whole sort of final climactic climb up the yeah. tower and. I didn't understand. I'm going to say it. I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> I didn't get who this girl was, why she was disappearing and then reappearing and then coming back and then she was, was part of the alien like, bubbles. Okay, she'd escaped. You can explain it to me if you want. <laughs> and her the the being was calling her back because she shouldn't have been able. She shouldn't have been out in the world. Yeah. No, I'm not buying it. I just didn't care. I don't know. There's, I, I can't tell you what it was. I just didn't. I didn't like this movie. I, I, I didn't think you'd be that. I, I didn't think you wouldn't like it. Yeah, I, I was like, I didn't think you'd like it as much as me, but I didn't think you'd actively not like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, interesting. What I will say is that it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it looks brilliant. The story is not great, but it looks really pretty. Every every single frame of this movie could be an image on somebody's wall i'm surprised beautiful i don't know if this i just was, think the story wasn't there for i don't know if this was a big hit in 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 japan but this uh, my one of my first thoughts was where's the computer game of this movie <laughs> yeah yeah you're right and because that i just think that's what the concept leads, lends it to um I but yeah i, I I don't know if I had to suspend my disbelief of like alien bubbles a bit too much, but I don't know. I, there's there's something about it that didn't grab me, and it didn't just doesn't work for me. I don't know why. That's fine. You're allowed to say that. Uh, good. <laughs> okay. What's the best thing about it? It's 100 percent the animation. It's uh, just, in this it's, anime movie, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just beautiful. It looks great. The design's great. great. The characters are good. Yeah. That as in design. I don't know why Ebeki always had to have his midriff out. <laughs> he's got this like crop tracksuit yeah, yeah. on the whole time his belly button was always out um, but he's down with the kids that's the best thing about this movie I mean it's just, it's it just the design's great I mean it just like them living on the boat it just looks cool yeah it does and the like the and abandoned the, Tokyo scene yeah and, and all the draping flowers and yeah. vines and oh, I will 100% give it that it's a beautiful looking film and the, I wanted more than the two parkour races <laughs> they were just the love story got in the way of the cool story. <laughs> Is that what you'd change about it? More parkour, less love? More action. More action. I'm not against the love. No. I love love. <laughs> Everybody loves love. That was the Little Mermaid stuff. Was it two on the nose? Well, it was basically it's an adaptation of yeah. The Little Mermaid. It's, and they were telling you that all the way through it. Yeah. So I don't know what it was, but it didn't work for me. Do you want to talk stream table? Let's do it. Currently, there's five films in the stream table. Do you want me to read through them all? Sure. At number five, currently, is Riptide. At number four, is Hard Feelings. At number three, is Hypnotic. At number two, is The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. And at number one, is The Call. I think this is really obvious for me where this goes. You're going to say third, aren't you? Yes. I... I think it's pretty... Yeah, I can't. As much as I've just said I didn't like this movie, I agree with you because there's a. Huge, I think it's the third best movie we've seen. Yeah, it is because there's a huge gulf between number two and number three currently, <laughs> and it just it just slot in there nicely. It's better than Hypnotic. It's, it's not as good as the top it's two. It's not as good as the top two. Yeah, but I feel like 
you've got that in a lot higher third position than I've got it in. <laughs> It'll in all come position. out in the wash. But it, it will have to all come out in the wash at some point. At some point, we're going to have to argue about this movie. It just isn't today. No. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Third? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, this has been a pretty... I know we're six movers in now. This has been a pretty easy table so, so far. So far, it is, isn't it? Pretty clear cut. We need somebody to put the cat amongst the pigeons. There's been no cats. There's been no cats or pigeons. Amongst these pigeons. So, I mean, we are running really short in this one, but shall we pick next week's movie? Why do you think that is, though? I don't know. It's a good question. There's... <laughs> let's let's pad some time. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, I know what you mean. But there's... There isn't a lot that happens in this movie because there's a lot of, like, slow, lovey-dovey scenes. There's lots of montages. That I... race, when I said the morticians and the lobsters... I was like, the morticians won that race quite quickly. Like, there's 10 minutes for the movie. Yeah, yeah. It goes on for ages, but it's just them two dashing around and running around and, and what have you. All three races are probably five, 10 minutes each, but there's not a lot we can talk about in them. No, because this is this is an anime. The, the, it relies on, we said the, the story is light. It relies on itself as a visual spectacle. Yes. The, the story is light. The story does feel like it has come second. There isn't a lot for us to talk through in this movie. And I'm not going to try and do it justice by saying, you know, describing in detail mortician number one. Yeah. You know, leaps from Gerda to... Yeah, we're not going to do that. If you're you're interested in that, go and watch the movie. It's not what we're here for. But... And and you... Would would you... You wouldn't recommend it. I'd almost be like... That's difficult Watch 10 minutes of yeah. it to, to see how beautiful it looks and how well animated it is. I feel like I wouldn't recommend it because I don't know many people that are into anime movies. Sure. So, And if I was going to say recommend an anime movie to somebody, it wouldn't be this one. Yeah. So, But if you're into anime movies and you haven't seen this, then you go and watch it. Yeah. But it's just, I've, I've not seen many. I've only seen the ones we've done on this show. I've never deliberately gone out and watched an anime movie. And they've all been very different. And they've all been very the different. ones that we've seen. Yeah, they have. This one's probably most like... Um, oh, what was the love story? The other love story one with the girl and the boy. Oh, yeah, but that was... It was more like that than the others I was going to say. It's not like Ganzo, is it? Or... Uh, the what was it called? Voice, something about a voice. Silent voice? I can't remember. <laughs> we need that poster on this table. <laughs> It is called a silent voice. Silent voice. It is called a silent but voice. But that was a, a real movie. As yeah, it was. It was it's just, this, it was anime. It was an it's anime, just, but it wasn't. It's as close no... as we've done to this on the show before. And I would recommend that over this. I suppose that's it was, where I was going. It was quite it. close to it in style. Yeah, yeah. but that's just. And it's a, a, yeah, yeah, it's a love story. I, I don't know. I, if, I don't know any, I don't claim to know anything about anime. I don't, and I don't really have any interest in knowing anything about anime. I like that it's out there, but I, it's not the sort of movie that I would go out and watch. It had the hook. Choice. It had the hook. It didn't have the depth, did yes, it? Yes, agreed. And I thought, like I said at the start, I, I, I didn't sit. I, I, as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. But and if, I was, I wasn't. I was. Yeah. Like, I'm quite bored by this. When's it finished? <laughs> but I don't know if I'm like. I'm just enjoying looking at it because it's really pretty. Oh, I will not deny that. It is beautiful. It's a really good looking film. Okay. Right, we need to call on Robin. Next week. Next week. Still not had my action film. 
you just had a movie about hardcore bu- parkour bubbles. <laughs> hardcore bubbles. Hardcore bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bit of an um, audit on the long list this week, didn't we? we yeah, we have a bit. Added a few new films. We took a few out. Yeah. So um, there's a, there a few still on uh, Robin's list that are no longer that on Netflix. Already, yeah, there was, and ones that he'd already chosen for us. Uh, so yeah, we've uh, we've reduced it down slightly. So I will uh, press Robin's button and see what he gets. Are you ready? I am. He has picked us a movie called Finders Fee. Okay. Any ideas? None whatsoever. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Finders Fee is from two thousand and one. Okay. A 23-year-old movie. Do you want to know who's in it? Yes, please. Eric Palladino. Uh, okay. Ryan Reynolds. Really? Really. Matthew Lilliard. Very 2001. And James Earl Jones. Darth Vader. Darth Vader himself. Amazing. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. Nor have I. Would you like a synopsis? Yes, please. After finding a wallet in the street, Tepper calls the owner. The owner. Why does it say the owner twice? (laughs) Tepper calls the owner in order to return it. After making the call, however, he discovers that the lottery ticket inside is a $6 million winner. To add to things, his friends are on their way over for their weekly poker night, and the group tradition is to bet their lottery tickets. When the wallet's owner shows up and joins the game, who will walk out as the winner? Okay. So are you up for a 2001 Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, why not? Why not? That's man? very random. It's his first appearance on the show. <laughs> Surely. How old would Ryan Reynolds have been in 2001? I have no idea how old Ryan Reynolds is. I have no is. idea how old Ryan Reynolds is. Mm. He would have been 35. Am I right? I don't know. No. <laughs> 25. 25. 25. <laughs> right, yeah, so go out and watch Finders Fee. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram and Letterboxd. Our username is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottomofthestream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all of our stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottle of the bottom of the stream. Bubble machine. <laughs> I knew you were going to say bubble machine. There was nothing else you could have said there. <laughs> um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there, for a £5 every month, you will get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You will get a special access into our Discord you will get a wild card, which means you can give the Robin the week off. Pick our movie, and if you pick the best one of the season, we'll give you a prize. And then when you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a wonderful group full of wonderful people who will literally talk to you about anything. That We play games, we do watch-alongs, uh, we have loads of cool times. Everybody's great. Come and join the Discord and be our friend. Yes, we have only had one wild card played so far. We this have season, indeed. And that is the movie that currently sits top of the stream table does indeed it is cool. there are four four more in play yeah yeah no five more in play six wild cards in total sure. <laughs> so yeah get playing wild cards people okay great if you can spare a few minutes please consider leaving us a rating or review anywhere you can review or rate podcasts that is all your usual places like spotify apple podcasts 
Podchaser, Podbean, all the big ones, all the small ones. Just come and find us. Tell your friends. It really helps get the word out about this show. It certainly does. Uh, and we want uh, more people in our Discord can come and watch uh, the sequel to Llamageddon with us. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the follow-up to Spaghetti Man. <laughs> so yeah, do all of that. Go out and watch Finders Feet and we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers! Bye-bye!